Hello. Hi. I'm Shannon. I'm Emma. And we are recording from the more recent past, but soon you will hear us from the further past. Ooh, it feels like it feels like you're a genie giving someone's from the recent past. I can make things come and appear from the most recent past. Yes, sir. But from the re- very, very past, it will only be one. Choose wisely, which I think <laughs> we have this week. I, I think, think we so. have. I, I think you all are going to enjoy this. I'm sorry, you guys. I am going on vacation, and Shannon and I decided that for our own, you know, mental well-being, that we would not record any new new guys, not do any new research, but revisit some of our favorites from the past. Yeah, we're embracing the summer vacay vibes of it all. Emma and her hubby joined me uh, for McCarthy Day. Yep, yep. Before our last recording. And now they're going on their vacation. So we just were like, you know, we're just going to give the people what they want, which is, we hope, more Greg. Yeah. So you're welcome. Enjoy. Also, for anyone who's wondering, we did take the hubby to a Cracker Barrel. He has experienced it. He will experience it again. So just so everyone's Uh. aware and happy, it did happen. We did what we said and put in motion was succeeded it, it did occur it could have gone better much <laughs> it better could have gone a lot better but you but know hey free dinner is always good for me even if a grumpy husband is involved and once he had his food and had a bed he was yes. fine he was rightfully grumpy for the record oh there but... was yes no there was no like <laughs> yes it was all absolutely justified but yeah yes. we'll, we'll tell you all that story later but for now Please feel free to just indulge in that which is Greg. You're welcome. (laughs) Hello, friends. It's Emma. So just as a heads up, this episode is going to be a bit more explicit than our episodes up until this point have been, just as a, like, listener discretion advised adult themes and talks of drinking and swears and things like that. Um, We've kind of let our lid off and we've gone a bit loose. So, you know, it's past the 100. We're all adults here. So just keep the tiny ears away if you're not into letting them hear it and enjoy the absolute chaos. Hello. Hi. I'm Shannon. I'm Emma. And welcome to This Podcast Doesn't Exist. I've had some whiskey. We're having a good time. We're still celebrating the 100th episode. It's the 101st, but hold on. Can you hear the bubbles? Oh, wait. I need to grab mine. Can you hear the bubbles? Bubbles. Shout out to Pod Husband for getting us some Prosecco to Thanks, celebrate. Drake. Thank you, Drake. We appreciate him. It's been so long since we've done this. I'm like, <laughs> no. what do we do next? It feels weird. Uh, you can visit our website. Oh, yeah. This podcast doesn't exist.com. Dot com. You can find everything there. So our go socials. and hang out. If you want to send us a little love note. If you want to do a bingo card. If you want to do the bingo card. I have a feeling that this episode will definitely have some things for you to check off. And if you win, please post them to your Instagram and let us know. Or if you lose. Anytime. We'll take it. Yeah. I'm just going to, I'm going to jump right in, Emma. Go ahead, Housekeeping complete. So I'm going to, I'm going to let you know that we're introducing a new cryptid into our pod menagerie. I'm so excited. I'm just going to tell you some of the characteristics of this cryptid. Are you ready? Yep. So this this cryptid 
has a disarming level of charm that that it uses to its advantage. Mm. Mm-hmm. A laugh that can be heard for miles. Mm. Yes. And a booty that just won't quit. Uh, wait, are we talking about Mothman? No, <laughs> we're talking about our special guest. Everybody welcome, Greg! <laughs> You're allowed to talk now. <laughs> well, ladies, thank you so much. Uh, that is a uh, glorious introduction, and I will proudly take all those tenets and use them to the fullest of my ability today and in the future. Thank you. Thank you. I, you're welcome. That's your new, like, hinge profile. That's your bio. You're That's welcome. That's your new bio. Okay, ladies, and I will I use like that I like you're to... calling us collectively ladies. Ladies. Well, I'll use that to pivot and point ladies. out that, yes, I am single, so... <laughs> yes. If you like what you hear today, you can reach out to the podcast and we'll figure out something. If you want to date this fucking great cryptid... Oh, yeah, guys, sorry. That's... That's the new, the new rule is no longer, I know that for the first 100 episodes, for almost two full years, you guys, we were the cleanest podcast well, in history. Uh, we, uh, we didn't curse. We didn't we curse. We did some, have some questionable humor. I'm breaking that tradition now. <laughs> I'm a sick of editing. So. I'm a little, I'm, I, you know what? It's our, this is real. It's raw. It's who we are. Be real. Be real. I don't, what is that? I don't even we know. I'm going to stop you it. right there. I'm going to be like, okay, look, they're being really kind to me because they know that I cuss like a sailor. So Emma is like, I'm not Never editing mind. every 15 seconds when this man is yeah. speaking. So disclaimer, we're probably going to have some more adult Maybe memes. Maybe adult ears only. Adult ears only. Put away the small baby ears. Tuck them under. <laughs> earmuffs. Earmuffs. This Make is sure. a past child's bedtime kind of podcast today. Yeah, so we're, we're uh, this podcast doesn't exist after hours. <laughs> After dark at After dark. 5 p.m. Cheers to it, ladies. Cheers, cheers, cheers. Ding, ding, ding. We love. And I would just like to say there's a there's a lot of glassware on this table in front of us. So we're going to do our best to not clink. We've yeah. already talked about it. Yes. But uh, yes. if we run out, fun. we will have to refill. Fortunately, I do moonlight as a bartender. <laughs> hey. All right. Well, we are going to get into the actual... <laughs> topic of today's podcast it's not it's not this delightful cryptid well (laughs) it's related greg i don't know can you tell us where you're from a little bit about like where you grew up (laughs) give us your actual hinge bio (laughs) oh my god i don't think we're ready (laughs) (laughs) oh sugar paps um there it is let's see oh let me see if i I haven't had a hint I haven't quite had enough whiskey to break through one of my barriers, which is hiding my accent. And y'all are probably listening. Wait, he has an accent. Let's see if I can slip into Old Red for you just a little bit. <laughs> well, now, so uh, I'm from a little town about an hour outside of Nashville, Tennessee. It's called Carthage. It is a bump in the road between Lebanon and Cookville. It's a great old place to raise I've family, st- have a good old time. I've stopped there for gas. <laughs> <laughs> that is, that, that is, it is a great exit. They have a liquor store now. We finally got to be a wet county. Um, <laughs> at least I didn't say moist. Well, <laughs> and we're losing Emma. I'm, this entire episode is going to be me cackling into the corner. <laughs> Um, That's the name of your new EP, <laughs> Castling in the Corner. <laughs> so, uh, went to the University of Tennessee, go Vols. We're having a great football season. Dear old Tennessee, hey! Yes! We only know that from having had drinks with you in a Well, okay, we bar. went on a 90s bar crawl with Gregory. And yes. we had Almost to stop 
because one of the one of the stops was playing the, the yeah and we yes. were there for a good hour so we just were we were learning very drunk this song. we didn't know what was going on but and we, the other thing yeah. that I will throw my own self under the bus or not under the bus maybe I just drive the bus maybe I'm not under it but I do have a tendency of making friends mm-hmm. oh <laughs> do you Corral. now <laughs> the first time I met Greg. I love that we've cut him off from giving his bio. We'll get back to it. Okay. I love this it. We're going to circle back so much today. This is a good character, today. like, reference, there character commentary. Okay. The first time I met Greg, was it Drake's 25th birthday, yeah. I want to say? Yeah. Of a century? The first one that I was able to host for him. Yes. Yes. We were up, it was the first hosting. We yeah. were up, Emma and I were up interviewing, in D.C., interviewing potential roommates. Yes. And I sort of knew Drake, but not... Not we well. were not friends the way we are now. No, you guys are um, besties now. So I definitely thought that I was going to be at this party for like half an hour and then I was going to bounce because I was like, I don't know people. Spoiler alert, that didn't happen. <laughs> and then I met Gregory and we talked dun, about da, da, da. the Tony Awards and I drank an entire bottle of Moscato and then people <laughs> were concerned about me walking back to the Metro. I was fine. You were fine. But people she was were fine. Concerned. But yeah. Uh, that just goes to show you, he makes friends very easily. I'm a man of many talents and many subjects. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It's very true. But yeah, so so I came up to DC. Mm -hmm. Uh, I did a, you know, a romp around the hill Mm -hmm. for a while. We'll call it a romp. Is that what we're calling it? We're calling it a romp. (laughs) Calling it a romp. Some of us may call it college take two, but you know, for today. It is, it is Capitol Hill. So. It is Capitol Hill. Hill. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I had the pleasure of meeting Drake. Yes. And then meeting Emma. Yes. And now Shannon. Yes. And have been fans of all the chaos. Them of my chaos and mine of yes. their chaos. Mutual chaos. Yep. Mutual chaos. The not what's it? Nama Cray, the crazy in me respects the crazy in you. Nama Cray. <laughs> I love that. Put that on the merch. <laughs> Embroider it like really nicely. Like if the oh my gosh. If the podcast had like a Heraldic shield. That's yeah. what it, the motto would be. <laughs> Underneath. Amazing. Yeah. I love that. And it would just be a ghost and then like two cryptids <laughs> out the side. Can can I ask that there maybe is a bottle of Jack Daniels? Oh, right oh, at the bottom. Like, just sure. right at the bottom. Right, right Empty, at the bottom. Maybe pouring <laughs> yeah, out. Like pouring out. Pouring out. Yeah. Pouring out. Pouring out. <laughs> pouring, out. <laughs> pouring one out because there's a ghost. So Yes. <laughs> Boom. There it is. And a vase. <laughs> and a vase, yes. Full of Emma's ashes. Yeah. Well, um, no, not full of them. I am the vase. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes. Well, it's still... Oh, you don't know this? I don't think Great. I know this. I get to talk about oh, this again. No. So when I die, what I would like to happen with my body is for it to be cremated, because I'm no longer here. So at, at a certain point, I don't care, but at, a, at another certain point, I really do care. She really I would cares like, a lot. I would like to be cremated. And then from those ashes, I would like them to be blown into a glass vase that then is gifted to my eldest child. And they must take care of mother for the rest of their days. And if they break it, I haunt their ass. And I'm very excited about this. The sheer terror that I feel <laughs> for this child. Exactly. I love it. I'm not, I love no. it. I'm not I love them. it. No, I'm no, not no. Telling them. This they is don't know. this is the chaos okay, that I, I I'm here here's for. Here's the here's the flaw in that plan, Emma. I'm sure that there's plenty, but sure. That <laughs> implies that you are going to die before Drake. And that I your eldest child will not be involved in the plans. Yeah, they're not. It'll be it, it, one. Yes, I am dying before Drake because if I die after him, it will be just like three minutes after he goes because it's just going to be like a. Ladies know, and gentlemen, this is an example situation. of true love. It's a notebook situation. I'm not. I, I, you I, are not allowed to make that reference. 
You have not right. seen the movie. <laughs> not seen the movie. Emma! <laughs> what I feel like is going to happen mm. is that your eldest child will have to be involved in the creation of this nonsense. Because you know, she'll I be wonder... supporting, he or she will be supporting. I was going to say, are you knowing it's a she? <laughs> I'm psychic. I mean, that's my, that's my hope. Um, Girls but like, only. they will have to support your husband, mm. who will be sad and very, very old. Okay. Very, very old, because you're both going to be very, very old when you die. Thank you. I appreciate that you're but like, mm, you're your child young. will be supporting your, your husband. So your eldest child will just have to live with that knowledge and then pass it on lying see this so is like the their thing, children though, or another sibling what I, what I think you're forgetting is that this is going to be my child <laughs> so you might not exactly be prepared for the chaos demon that i'm I not produce. prepared auntie shan is not prepared <laughs> trying there's gonna there's gonna be three uncle greg I, is here for it i was gonna say <laughs> greg Stop it! Uncle Greg I've I've already got schemes. Old no. Greg is here. Old Greg. <laughs> Old Greg. Like I'll it. show up at Thanksgiving with the whiskey. I'm very excited. I mean, friends. I mean, I'm already happening. I already have multiple like nieces and nephews in my life and I love to That's just fair. have more. I mean, you're more than welcome. But I'm already like doing the math. I was like, okay, I'm gonna be in like my fifties when they're all twenty one or around that. That's a perfect time. I think it is too, because I'll have you, money. And you don't have to drive. So exactly. you can drink all that you want because exactly. you're like, I'm old. <laughs> and also, I'm still going to be able to drink these kids under the table. Absolutely you are. Right? Because your tolerance at that point is so high. I mean, because it's a building factor. Your taste buds will be shit, but it's fine. Uh, do we remember what I drink? I That's drink fair. white lightning. That's fair. Like, it, it, moonshine. It's fine. I, I drink moonshine. Ooh. I've I've enjoyed a bottle of 147 proof moonshine. You well, mean, you mean paint stripper and that brings us back to the dear old state of tennessee (laughs) which is where we're going for today's episode in honor of our special guest i'm so excited i'm gonna be i would not be surprised if you've heard of this but if you have i'm sitting on the edge of my chair literally save it and we'll like unpack it okay at the end because okay. Emma, I don't think will I have no clue what's happening. So I'm supposed right to be now. quiet for a little bit. I well, want you to understand how much I love you all. I mean, uh, no, you can you can inter- you can share any experiences you have. You're more than welcome. But it might be. But I want you. I want you. No, this end. is this is your baby, and I want you to cultivate it and create it. Yeah. This is your story. This is our Bring it to life. Year old baby. Right. So today I'm here to tell you about the werewolf of Dixon County. Okay, I have no clue what's going on. Wild. I know Dixon County. Okay, all right. So our our story takes us back in time. Okay. Get in the time machine. To the late 1860s. Oh, wow. Okay, so we're going horse and buggy. Yep, just after the American Civil War. Okay, so do we we need to buckle in at any point, or do we think Um, that it's like a nice meander through? Well, I can't decide if buckling in will be more advantageous to your survival, or, or if you rather be able to like jump out is this is this chocolate factory willy wonka like boat ride crazy time travel (laughs) should i be concerned no that is one of the scariest things it's really right it's very gene wilder genius whoever thought that was a good idea maybe not wild times they didn't Um, know what was happening semi not really related at all but i'm going to talk about it uh did you know that the guy who played max in hocus pocus was high for a lot of that movie (laughs) I'm in love. I I already had a crush on him when I was a kid when I watched Hocus Pocus, and now I'm like that makes sense. That makes so makes many of those lines so, deliveries yeah. <laughs> make like, sense. Oh, 
got it. I read an article about that today, so. Did he, like, come out and address it as, like, an adult? Oh, yeah. Like, recently. I he, love that. He acknowledged it. Well, like, basically the director, Kenny Ortega, like, went up to him because he, like, was missing his marks. He wasn't hitting his, like, stuff. So, so Kenny Ortega came up to him and was like, are you high right now? And he was like, no. <laughs> it's like, obviously, you very much saw No. <laughs> no. Working, working on a Disney film, nonetheless. Right. So also, now I have questions like, okay, Kenny but- Ortega is the, the creator of things like High School Musical uh-huh. and Descendants. Yes. How, how many of those children were... Um, I if Vanessa know. Hudgens wasn't, like, a little <laughs> bit high during High School Musical, okay. I'd be very surprised. But, like, also, having just rewatched Hocus Pocus this week, some of the things in that movie, you're like, wow, 1993 Disney hit different. Like, it did. Sarah yeah. Jessica Parker is like, boys, let no, me play no, with legitimately, them. Like, legitimately. Her boobs are up to her chin. You're like, uh... <laughs> Legitimately, okay. <laughs> 90s Disney got wild. away with so many things. Wild times. Wild times indeed. Yeah. Wild, wild, wild. Anyway. Back to Back to Dixon a werewolf County. in Dixon County, We're Tennessee back. in it's, the 1860s. Yes, just after the Civil War. And I'll decide, I'll let you decide if you want to strap in when you hear the events. All right. I mean, knowing me, I probably will free ball it, but that's fine. Okay. <laughs> I thought that was my role, but okay. Obviously. You're wearing jeans, so. I'm just so Which is also a rare moment. Yeah, it is. Yeah, really, I'm really glad you didn't wear the shorts doing this. The chubby. I mean, admittedly, the seat would be very awkward for y'all. Yeah, (laughs) that's fair. I mean, we did, in choosing the seats, we were like, well, Greg has the booty, so he doesn't need a a seat cushion. We're just going to be over here with our IKEA seat cushions. This is actually a very comfortable chair, I will point out. Oh, I'm very glad. I find it extremely uncomfortable, but I have bony ass. Yeah, you do. Mm. Yeah, I got the cushion. (laughs) Anyway, uh, so in the years immediately following the Civil War, towns began to pop up along the railroad tracks, White Bluff Station, Smeedsville Station, which is in Dixon, Mm -hmm. and Burn Station were railroad depots that were quickly growing into communities. Cute. Fun Mm -hmm. train facts for you. Mm -hmm. And the automobile didn't exist yet, so people were taking the train. They were doing that, and a ton of people would ride through Dixon. Okay. What is I, this face you're making? <laughs> I, I was thinking about strapping into a train, and then I was like, no, they don't do that. You don't have, it's like a school bus. Yeah. You don't, you don't strap in, That's so true. it's fine. It's fine. Yeah. I'll but- just sit and cling to the seat. All right. Clench. So, people would go through Dixon County on their way to and from Nashville, because it's only 35 miles away. So I'll give a, a little <laughs> geography is not my skill set, but go. I will point out something because I do know this much. Like Shannon just pointed out, it is a community outside of Nashville. It's on I forty, which goes across the entire state. And a little Tennessee history is like we are agriculture and commerce, and so Memphis and Nashville. The train that she's referencing would drive would go directly through from Memphis to Nashville, and that's Nashville being the state capital. Lots of decisions and businessmen would be there. As well as Miss Memphis sitting on the Mississippi River, it was a it was a hot spot for all the commerce. So when Shannon's saying a lot of people rode this train, a lot of people rode this train. All right, no, that's great. This is Thank great. This history. is the context that we need. We yes. love. Yeah. All right. So the Civil War wrapped up fairly recently. You know what the people need after such a trying time? A circus. That's right. A circus. <gasps> Always. I love circuses. I hate clowns. Fair. I love Absolutely fair. circuses. We hate clowns and we hate animal abuse. 
Yes, that's true. That is also a very and key exploitation point. of uh, minorities. Yes. Okay. <laughs> okay. Correct. Everything she's saying is correct, but the vibe of a circus yes. and like the circus the... Soleil. Yeah. Ooh. Oh, mom's taking photos of that. Can I we know. get tickets? No, she already did it. <laughs> point of mom? information: there was a there was a verb tense that was used that was maybe incorrect, yeah. and I no, only bring me, that up me, because me, I me, know me, that me. Emma is a very good word writer. A master knower. of English. Yeah, <laughs> I make fun of her all the time. Word writer knower. That is that's what your lower third says. You know what I also just learned that there are cargo planes, transit planes that ship whales. <gasps> yes. Did you learn this on TikTok I from sent, a comedian? I sent you the TikTok. Yeah, you did. <laughs> um, but they they ship planes and helicopters or whales and helicopters in cargo planes, and that if the whale dies, they have a backup whale. A backup whale. <laughs> in the same plane. <laughs> Why are we shipping whales around? Because there are sanctuaries that want them. But the comedian that was capitalism—that's like, why Greg. he was learning this. He was learning this from a audience member, and he was like, "What do you do?" And he said, "I fly cargo planes." And he's like, "What do you? What do you fly?" Like, and he said, "Helicopters oh. and whales." <laughs> and he goes, "Both of those things have other means of transportation. I don't understand why they have to go in the cargo plane. One of those things can already fly." <laughs> All right, we're gonna yeah, let's we get gotta back get to back to this. Story. We gotta get back because to this circus. Because you were still on page one. I'm on page one. Right. Some versions of the legend say that the train was in poor repair and broke down on the track, but most versions say that there were problems with the rail of the train tracks itself. The train derailed. So there's something that's wrong. Train wreck. Yeah. And that's train why wreck. I was unsure if you wanted to buckle in or not. But then you pointed oh. out it's a train and you, you can't, can't really, really buckle. Do that. Okay. Um, Good to know. But yeah, during the 1800s, train track maintenance was more challenging. So it's possible that the rails could have been faulty. Some also claim that there was some lingering Union Army sabotage. Sabotage. To the tracks. Uh, but Saboteur. We Saboteur. don't really know. In any case, the train is said to have derailed, with several of the circus animals escaping their cages. <gasps> oh, babies! Dun, dun, dun! It's said that all of the animals were recovered and returned to their quarters. Except for two. <gasps> These creatures, dubbed the Wolf Men of Borneo, Whoa. according to some tellings, escaped into the surrounding woods and were never seen again. I have some questions, but continue. All right. Well, first of all, I'd like to point out that Borneo is where they filmed the first season of Survivor. <laughs> in case you were wondering. If you didn't know, Greg, she's obsessed. So, the hat is turned around. Yeah, the hat, we're, we're getting into game time. Serious business. Serious time. Uh, I, I need to also remind everyone that geography is not my skill set. So I, my first question that I was going to ask was, is Borneo an actual place? So yes, apparently yes, it is actually yes. a place. Yes, it is. Don't ask me where. We I don't, could not tell you. We're also really bad at geography because but, every time. But, it is, but it's a hosting place for Survivor. Yes. Great. For one season. One season. One season only um, one. And it should be noted that the wild Was it men... because of the werewolves? Yes. Yeah. CBS was like, we can't go here anymore. <laughs> too many, there are too many too much, Too much to the security budget. We gotta go. Yeah. Uh, it should be noted that the wild men of Borneo were actually two strong brothers with dwarfism that were part of P.T. Barnum's traveling sideshow. That was my question because I was like, the animals escaped and then there's only two missing and then you say wild men of, and I was like, mm, that doesn't sound nice. Yeah. 
So what exactly was on the corn hog train? We can't be sure, but most sources seem to agree that they were part animal and part man, and incredibly strong. Oh, all right. I have a feeling that they're all human, but they're just... Well... All right. We don't know. It. Okay, all right. I'm sorry. There's I nothing wrong with a little hairy man. There, yes. There you go. <laughs> I have a question that is not appropriate. <laughs> <laughs> yes, ma'am? Nope, not no? asking it. Oh. I think you can ascertain what it is. <laughs> Moving right along. Moving. I mean, I've already been rec- I've already been like a uh, compared to Burt Reynolds, so I felt like I needed to kind of give a there hoorah for the hoorah. The circus troupe recovered and proceeded on their way the next day. The wolf creatures, however, stuck around and made quite the impression. Ruh-roh. A couple years later, a local landowner and his hired hand were traveling by wagon down a country road in the proximity of where Highway 47 runs southwest of the park. This area is now a state park. We'll mm-hmm. get to it. Mm-hmm. You'll, you'll get okay, to it. Okay, okay. They were heading from present-day the present-day Burns area to a homestead near the Harpeth River. Mm-hmm. That sounds pretty. It's very beautiful, and it actually goes all the way into Nashville, oh. as I understand it. And we have a school named Harpeth Hall, where Reese Witherspoon went to school. Reese Witherspoon. Reese. Sorry, I bit my tongue last night. Don't ask why. Um, but I uh, want to ask now. <laughs> creatures in Burn. Uh huh. And there are okay. two men, and they're going. They decided to make a stop to get some water at a spring. It's hypothesized that this was Hall Spring, located near Hall Cemetery, just north of Burns. This area is located in the southwest corner of modern-day Montgomery Bell State Park. Okay, so we're in a state park now. See, I told you that we a park there. was happening. We get there. Well, yeah. if I can also interject another thing. Really oh cool, because we've already... We've t- since we've talked about Harpeth Hall, we also have to recognize their brother's school, because Harpeth Hall is an all-girls school. And since you're talking about Montgomery Bell, Acad- uh, Montgomery Bell State Park, mm-hmm. their their brother school is Montgomery Bell Academy, both wow. located south of Nashville. MBA for short is the inspiration for the Dead Poets Society. Oh, I I've knew never you all would appreciate it. that. <gasps> I know. Don't talk I to me. Seen it yeah. See. Oh. <laughs> I mean, it's fine. <laughs> what I, I it's on the list. Though. Yeah. Yeah. It's very good. Y'all. I feel like it. most of the time I haven't seen movies. Yeah. That's what we've. That's discovered. that's fair. Yeah. That's Shannon fair. I'm, I'm seen not many a. I'm not a, usually a TV person, especially reality TV. Fair, fair, fair. You're more of a TV person, not a movie person, not a movie person. Yes. Yeah. Fair, fair, fair. But yes. Great factoid. Good things to know, and we'll have to do a night. Because Robin Williams is in it, yes, whom yes. I love. R.I.P. I cried when he died. Oh yeah. my gosh, I did We all too. did, I'm sure. I, we, yeah. yeah. Anyhow. Hey, we, can, yes. we can move past that. He okay. is an English teacher. Yeah, no, I understand. Oh, oh, I know oh okay. The so you do know I the just, premise. I don't, okay, okay, I don't, I, I, I've never seen it. Got yes. it. Yeah. Okay. Well, so, speaking of moving past, the men resumed their journey back to the road, but they felt like they were being followed. Gasp! This is an eerie feeling at any time of the day, but I'm presuming that this took place when it was dark-ish. Yeah, I'm not a fan of that. Yeah. I don't think many people are being a fan of being followed at night. No. <laughs> not, I don't know. Um, so feeling that they were being stalked, the men naturally sped up, hoping to avoid whatever had them in its sights. 
Though the team of horses was at a full gallop, they still couldn't shake the monster. So the men, stupidly, if you ask me, jumped from the wagon and ran into wrong. the woods in different directions. Yeah, wrong. Absolutely wrong. It's, you it's cannot like run faster than a horse can gallop. It's, it's like that progressive commercial or whatever it is where they run into the room with the hanging chainsaws as opposed to getting to the running car that's open. Do y'all know what I'm talking about? No. Uh, anyway, never no, mind. No, sir. It's basically just pointing out the fallacies of horror films. Yeah. Okay. All right. Which that, is exactly what you said. That makes sense. Yeah. Yes. That's exactly, yes. Correct. So, the creature went after the hired hand, and shortly thereafter, the landowner heard blood-curdling screams. <laughs> he didn't I love that Emma and I knew that we needed the background noise. Cue. <laughs> you took your cue. <laughs> he didn't stop until he reached the home of a nearby farmer. Following this incident, residents of Burns were riled up over this werewolf attack. So a posse gathered to find and kill the beast. Kill the beast! Kill the beast! Kill the beast! <laughs> Thank you, Beauty and the Beast. You're welcome! Anytime. Uh, they headed to a clearing near the springs, where it appeared a predator frequently hunted. They tethered a goat in the middle of the clearing and broke off into pairs, surrounding the goat undercover. Oh, that's sad. Poor goat. A creature entered Very the clearing. They taste good, though. They do. Sorry. Yeah. Move on. It is what it is. A creature entered the clearing, walking on two legs yeah. and headed straight for the goat. Yeah. The men fired at the creature and then lit their lanterns to see if it was dead. Spoiler alert. It was not. It was not. Yeah. The creature and the goat had vanished, along with two members of the hunting party. Love that. Yeah, I'm here for this. Yeah. yeah. So next, they call upon a big game hunter to try and take down the beast. <laughs> what you do. Yeah. What you gotta do. The hunter spent three nights in a cabin near Werewolf Springs. Hall Springs, but they call it Werewolf Springs because okay. there's a werewolf. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so you I, get it. I like I like that they're leaning into it. Yeah, yeah. All was quiet the first two nights, but on the final evening, he was not so lucky. Oh no! The hunter heard howls in the distance and took aim from the cabin window at what appeared to be the creature in question. I love your scary voice. I do. Thanks. <laughs> She's I, committed. I have to try because this. This bitch. Yeah, you're allowed to say I'm it allowed now. to say it for once. This, this bitch. bitch. <laughs> this bitch is a liar. She likes to scare me and make me cry. That That is absolutely so one I of my favorite least, things about this podcast. I at least yes. have to try to be spooky and scary. Although I think I've only succeeded in, like, creeping you out for real, like, once. So and- you did it with the Babadook. Oh, I did. Yeah, you creep you creep me out at least a little bit with the Babadook because it was like there was a child involved and that always freaks oh, me out. Oh yeah, that's the okay. There was a movie about Babadook. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, Gay Ethan Hawke. Hey, no, I don't know. Okay, I haven't don't seen it. So no worries. I, I just will know. Never see I just know that the Babadook is a gay icon. I got tricked. I got yeah. tricked to seeing it. Oh, I got tricked into seeing Paranormal Activity. I don't do horror movies. Like, give no. me a rom com. Give me a rom com every ladies, day, ladies. Just saying. Or Just an action. Saying. Yeah. I mean, some good, like, some really good action Action movies. in a rom-com. I don't even know where we were. I don't know where we were. So, right. I, we were at the Hunter. My spooky voice. Hunter, right? Yeah, Hunter, spooky we're voice. In the, we're in the cabin. We're in the cabin. The Hunter's taking the big game. Come okay. He fired. But the shot 
Only provoked the animal. Hell no. I don't like where this is going. The beast <laughs> broke through the heavy wooden door of the cabin. Yeah, because it's made of wood. But it's heavy. It okay? But the hunter had positioned himself in the rafters. Oh, so he's a smart one. So he was... So he had the higher ground. Okay, yeah. I'm liking this. He began... Smart hunter. Firing at the beast to no avail. Fair, fair, fair. The bullets didn't phase the creature as it swiped and clawed at the hunter. Ooh, they have claws? Whose ammunition... According to the story. ...by now was down to two shots in a pistol. See, that was poor planning. Yeah, that's the... I, that is one of those things, like... It's not a hunting rifle, it's a pistol. Bring, bring the ammo. Maybe he, he used everything in his rifle and he had to switch to the pistol. Mm-mm. You got, you got, you, you come strapped. Okay, well, <laughs> all right. Well, it may <laughs> surprise you that we don't go hunting, okay? Oh, oh, no, 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 no. I was a southern boy that wasn't allowed to have guns, knives, or fire. To my parents' credit, I made it to 33. However. Yes. <laughs> Good for you, parents. <laughs> However, I, I, like, there's just some, like, that's logical he, fallacies that's and why, logical promotions. That's why he loves whiskey so much. It's the only danger he was allowed <laughs> Yeah, they, they thought, surely he won't go for the alcohol. No, surely he won't go he for the bottle. No he's a good else. southern boy. He would never. He would only drink a Pat's Blue Ribbon and be done with it. Do you pop. like my southern accent? A pop. <laughs> it was so great. Also, we don't pop drink PBR. I mean, we drink PBRs, but like Bud, Miller, Coors. That's fine. PBR is yeah. a Midwestern thing, but that's we love fair. you. See, okay, see, that's why I, I would have said Our Blue Ribbons too, are for they pies. Say, they say soda. They say okay. soda. No, we say Coke. Coke? Yeah, we're a Coke group. Okay. Because soda soda is Texas and pop yes. is like Nebraska yes. Midwestern. You're hitting it. Nail on the head. Yeah. But so if, if you ask what you want to drink, we say a Coke. And then they say what kind. And then you actually have to specify to Coca-Cola. Which I'd, be like, I'd be like, diet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a diabetic. <laughs> All right, anyway, back to the hunter. He's shooting. He's down to two bullets. He's stressed. He is concerned. But he is saved by the light of the sun. By the light of the silvery moon. No, the the sun. sun. Ma'am. But I knew where you're going, and I really wanted to support you. In my brain, I had just had a sip of whiskey, and I was like, she said moon. She did not say moon. I did not, dear. <laughs> there dear was no sweetheart. moon. Anyway, so the sun began to rise, and the creature went whoop, into the woods. All right, all right. The legend continues to affect the local lore to this very day. As I mentioned, Hall Springs, presently accessed through Montgomery Bell State Park's eleven-mile overnight hiking trail, <laughs> is often referred to as Werewolf Springs. We are very much indoor cats here. Meow. At least the two of us. You fair, are fair, not. fair. I mean, I, I climb Kilimanjaro, but I mean, yeah, <laughs> ladies, <laughs> flex. Anyway, the thighs are strong. <laughs> Sorry. He'd be squatting. I appreciate it. He'd be squatting. He'd be doing the thing. The beast is rumored to live in a cave in Creech Hollow. Great. We are really good at our names Creech in Hollow. Tennessee. I was going to say, you guys have some choice names. We, I mean, spectacular. Just like, yeah. point. And other accounts of the werewolf include the mysterious disappearance of a little girl oh, no. who vanished Ooh. while fetching water from Hall Springs. Oh, I don't Not like that. Look. Little Red Riding Hood, it sounds like. She was never found. Oh. But several animal and human bones were discovered in a Creech Hollow cave. The caves are now below the surface of the lake. So oh, you, no. You, you can't go, <gasps> Spooky like, lake. visit them. Skeleton Lake! Oh, Thanks, TVA. 
What? Tennessee Valley Authority put oh. all the dams for the internet. I like that you said the acronym as if we were going to understand what you were it's saying. It's the Time Variant Authority from Loki, <laughs> actually. <laughs> Amazing reference. Yeah, that was a that great was very tie-in. Good. Very Thank good. you. Sam Brown, who sounds like a fake person, but nope, is a real person, real person, a local school teacher mm-hmm. who's familiar with the legend, noted several mule and horse bones have been found in the area near Werewolf Springs. Oh, no, that is so sad. This bone site, however, is said to have been a common dumping ground for dead animals by pre-park oh. residents. Mm-hmm. Sure. Except... Even in the distant past, the skepticism. people knew better than to dump dead things near the water supply. Oh, that's a very good point. Yep. Very, You're very not going to contaminate that. Yeah. So, skepticism. She, she lowered her glasses, you guys. Visual bit for the one of you that plays the bingo card. I thought she stopped that syllable. <laughs> I didn't know where she was going. Visual bit. I am a visual bitch. That's me. Hey. All right. <clears throat> and then... I need you to hold this. I have to read a lot of things. Okay. Our fave, Cryptid Wiki. Oh, I do love that place. Offers up a supposed encounter that isn't mentioned in any other sources. Oh, so that makes it so true. Take it with a grain of salt. It's, it, that's so true, though. Like, it's, it, what, it makes the, the story the so much better. The man is pointing. Better. Can I have your her glass? I'm going to fill her up. Oh, no. <laughs> I mean, we're here for a good time. Danger. Quote. Yes, ma'am. In Burns, Tennessee, during the summer of 1974, two children, a boy, age nine, and his stepsister, age eight, told their parents about seeing a, quote, dog man in their backyard. Oh, I don't like that. According to the children, they were playing in their backyard when they noticed a very large dog-like creature exit the tree line near their house. It was almost hairless. Ew. What? No, no. Wait. Was very thin and had exceptionally long legs for a dog type animal. It walked on all fours. Oh no, this I don't like. Doesn't this. make sense. And yet now. you want a hairless cat? Okay, no, that's different. I'm thinking of this much larger. If there was a naked cat that was like four foot five walking on all fours, I would not have that. So I would wait not a minute. Want that. I got. I got to go back. We got to pause. I because I've been sitting here thinking about what I've been told. Uh huh. And so. It's we started with hairy midgets, yeah, or well, short people, whatever. I'm, no, no, no. I, I apologize. No, no, no. We did not. <laughs> it's like people. I don't understand. In this what I'm legend, to say. the the strong hairy people with dwarfism, Borneoans. Yes, they were something that P.T. Barnum had. Okay, so this that was more like so a. We, d- why are you calling them that when they were over here? We don't think that they were this. So we don't necessarily think... I'm not supposed to presume that these are all the same connected things. Well, these people are. But again, this particular story was only in one place. And we need to take it with a grain of salt. Got it. Because it's cryptid wiki. Oh, yeah. It might be a different creature. It might be totally made up. Or the grandson. Yeah. Or the great-grandson. Or a person who's been raised by wolves, which really freaks me out. Yeah, fair, 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 fair. Like, oh, or somebody that just really doesn't want to pay Like, taxes. they're hairless because they're a human. Yeah. But they move like a... Like a wolf because they've been raised by... Like, they've done studies on the people who have been, like, like feral humans. Uh, like, uh, I, and it's usually an awful situation where they've been, like, 
abandoned in a in a in a it's like real life tarzan exactly but it turns into like especially because it happens in like america or siberia or like places where there's mostly stark difference climate yeah it's like you're not gonna live if you're in siberia well i mean like you know if you live in southern siberia actually it's not too bad (laughs) (laughs) the climate's quite enjoyable (laughs) we love to vacation we love to vacation in southern (laughs) siberia if drake can tell me that's wrong i'm a state employee so that's probably all i could afford so yeah um but no i mean like i've I remember watching those like 60 minutes when I was a kid where they would do like these stories on feral humans. This checks out. I I mean, yeah. Feral humans makes me uncomfortable. There's a new movie coming out called Bones and All. Nope. And it's like that. Nope. It's the allusion to people eating people. Oh, no, no. I can't do the cannibalism thing. I can't do cannibalism. The, the, like that freaks me out. That oh, okay. I can't. I can't do that. And same with zombies. I can't do it. Yeah. anything. Anything to do with like people eating people. Put it back. <laughs> Shannon just bit Emma. It's a bit. It's it's a it's a bit. It's a it was bite. a bit within a bit. It's a biting bit. It's a biting bit. Oh, that we did goodness. when we were in college. Whenever we whenever we were in a show I together. Forgot about All right, that. Maybe that wasn't a good wingman idea. Like maybe don't do that at the bar. I won't. All right, continue Shannon. with your with your feral human. Right. This is still all a quote because I was too lazy to rephrase. I don't care about that. According to the children, they were playing in their backyard when they noticed a very large dog-like creature exit the tree line near their house. Yeah, you already I already said yeah. that. It yeah. was almost hairless, yes. was very thin, and had exceptionally long legs for a dog-like creature. It walked on all fours. As the children watched, it approached a compost pile used by the family for disposing of food waste, where it rummaged through the pile of scraps. So progressive. It soon stood upright on its hind legs and used its front legs to dig into the pile. The children said that instead of having paws on its front legs, it had stubby hands with definitive and individual fingers. It dug into the pile, pulling out items, which it held up to its snout to smell. It ate some of the items it retrieved from the compost pile. Reuse, recycle. The children claimed that the cryptid brought the food items directly to its mouth, like a person eating, and never lowered its snout down to the food items to eat, like a dog or a wolf That's a very good point. Interesting detail. I like that. Eight, nine-year-olds, very observant. Very, very cognitive. Yeah. The children said they soon began whispering to each other about the creature, and only at that time did the creature seem to realize that the children were present. It stared at them for a long moment, as if studying. I'm not a fan of that. Oh, don't love this. This is where you smart children run the hell away. Wow. Well, and this also last episode, you guys, was my attempt at scaring Shannon, and it makes me think of if you know it you need you need to you need to listen to the last episode, Greg. Okay. I know you haven't. But the last episode we did, it was about Dear David. <sighs> um and there are some pictures in the, there. The kid, yeah, the photos. That yeah. he's staring, I saw the post. He's staring at he's Mm-mm. staring at the Mm-mm. camera and Mm-mm. I can't. I can't. Mm-mm. I can't. Mm-mm. That yeah. idea. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know what you know what there's a really so I I thought about that and I said, Great solution. Move. Yeah, the fact that he didn't move makes me think it wasn't real. Yeah. But, yeah. you know, also it was New York City, so he was probably like, this is an enormous apartment, I'm not giving this up. Right, he's like, ah, but it's rent controlled. It's rent controlled, so... and it's an enormous apartment, I mean, and there's he only did one person below me. to stay in the building. He did. he moved upstairs. He moved upstairs, because it was a larger apartment, yeah. and it was the same landlord, and his rent was controlled, so like, 
Yeah, but still, no, no, not a fan. Not I still have fan. not seen the full post. I saw the first two you photos. You will hate it. Don't do it. I did not scroll. I, I scrolled to the third photo and I said, am I brave? And then I scrolled and I said, nope, I'm not brave. That's a pass. Yeah. It's a pass. So right. we've got a dog-like man creature. Yeah. I love that he's children. recapping In the us. compost pile. Mm-hmm. So I'm just to they're whispering, they're whispering, it. it stares at them. That's where we left off. Okay. They said it turned back toward the tree line, still standing upright, and ran away on its hind legs in the same place. It went back where it came from. If this is a man, he's presumably naked. Yeah, that's my next thought. Like, yeah. they, so many problems. They well, did They did not. They did not. Identify We did not I understand. address that. The children, <laughs> the children said they were not frightened. Until it turned and looked directly at as them. As you should be. Watching it as it ran away, upright and swinging its arms back and forth in opposition to its legs, which is like how people run, right? Uh-huh, uh-huh. Toward, uh, was also frightening. End yeah. quote. <laughs> I can I can understand that being extreme, extremely frightening, especially extremely en- extremely frightening if it if it act and like entered the yard. On, on all fours, fours and then leaves. And then leaves on its on So its let's, let's circle legs. back to this is potentially a human. Humanoid. Uh-huh. So, yeah, humanoid. So then we're coming in on all fours to be secretive. Because obviously this is a house. We've got windows. He just totally misses the two human children. Mm-hmm. He, she. Sorry. Whatever they are. It. We don't know. Yeah. They... Walks. Proceeds to go bipodal or whatever the word is. Bipedal, but yeah. Bipedal, thank you. I was like, is it over Eve? Yeah, hey, go And then he's like, oh no. It's it's like, oh no, we gotta get out of here quick. Let's do the way that like we move faster. Rather than when you're a kid and you crawl up the stairs on all fours. Exactly. Like really fast to see how fast your dog can go. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. For sure. But That's like what for- I did all the time. <laughs> I cannot with you. <laughs> Anyway, yeah, so correct. that maybe happened in 1974. Maybe, maybe not. Uh, other sources say there haven't been any recent sightings. Okay. So, there we go. Mark Corlew, a longtime resident of Burns and a former naturalist and park ranger, Aww. actually discovered a cabin near Werewolf Springs where the big game hunter allegedly fought off the beast. Okay, so he's into hiking. Well, he hiked the area as a 12-year-old Boy Scout, following an old trail that began at the fire tower at the southernmost point of the park to a small family cemetery near the springs and into the valley. Mm -hmm. Much later, he returned to the former trail and found the abandoned cabin. Mm -hmm. The structure has since collapsed, but an outhouse still stands. They always do. (laughs) They're strong pieces. (laughs) (laughs) They've seen some things. They've seen some stuff. He's seen some shit. (laughs) Bravo. 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 He noted that the ground around the cabin appeared to have been cultivated at one time because it showed signs of having been plowed. Ah, okay. Okay. So someone lived there at one point. Somebody had something. Iron ore magnate Montgomery Bell, for whom the state park is named, mined the park's land in the mid-1800s and is also part of the werewolf legend. (gasps) He's a werewolf? No. Oh. Sorry. I Maybe. So, I got so excited. If he was, he was very subtle. Oh. A subtle werewolf does not sound like a possibility. But okay. All right. Continue. I'm sorry. How many stories do we have of vampires living amongst us? That's fair. They can be subtle. I guess I have to learn to be subtle. 
and like cover their tracks. I don't know. It's survival. If you had to learn how to do it, yeah, wouldn't you? It's survivor. Because they were from Borneo. (laughs) Outplay. Outlast. (laughs) Bell was often rumored to have been the landowner attacked by the beast while traveling the country road toward his home. Oh, the the tie-in is coming. On the Harpeth Road. Okay. Or Harpeth River. Harpeth River. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But remember, school teacher Sam Brown explains that Bell couldn't possibly have been the traveler since the story originates with the circus train derailment in the late 1860s. Bell died in 1855. Okay. okay. So, yeah, no. Right. So, Child? Mm, maybe. Maybe. The second? A junior? I don't know his lineage. I, I can't say I, I'm familiar. That's fine. Myself. Yeah. The tale of the werewolf of Dixon was featured on an episode of the Renaissance Center's production of Dark Encounters Investigated that aired throughout 2003 on Channel 19. It's so, it's so specific. It's very local. Very local. I tried to figure out what kind of production that was. No, Didn't tell me. No information. Nope. I'm going to guess PBS. Yeah, something, there's got to be some kind of We love local. our local public broadcast. We love it. Support your local yes. television. Yes. And that, my friends, is the werewolf of Dixon County. Very well done. Thank well you. Well done. We you earned that. No, that was good. It was good you time. You earned that. You fought. You really you fought. did. That is... So admittedly i gotta say yeah had you heard of this before? no no i hadn't okay well, now you, but, gotta ask, you gotta ask you gotta ask now yeah when I've you got, go home you gotta be like yeah you ever heard of this well because there's also so there's a distillery a gin and vodka distillery in maryland and they base one of their gins, um, gins on a maryland cryptid Ooh. So I'm guessing maybe, you know, it's Tennessee. Some counties are wet. Some counties are dry. True, true, true. But there might be a distillery out there of some kind that, like, has named. And if there isn't, maybe there should be. Mm-hmm. Um, That'd be one op- we'd actually be able to acquire. Yeah. All the podcast-related liquors have been not in America. <laughs> yeah. Business so venture for we Greg. Could definitely do that. That'd be fun. That- a werewolf whiskey. literally put hair on your chest boom that was good that was good best at night stay tuned for that good good for a nightcap until that comes to fruition greg is there anything you'd like to share with the people any place any social media anything you want to plug any projects you're working on any hinge profile you'd like to share with the class (laughs) well they can't they can't you can't like type in a URL. No, that's fair. But if you are interested, let us know. We'll 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 help you slide into yeah. those DMs <laughs> yeah. like a werewolf down a rocky creek bed. <laughs> <laughs> Things that you need to know about Shannon that she may not know how topography works, and that would not be a great slide. <laughs> Whatever, it's <laughs> fine. The champagne is ki- the prosecco has kicked in, and the, the you know what? Logics. I'm at least trying to stay on topic. I know you are doing, <laughs> you really, doing really, really so well. I love like, it. You're doing what else in this room? The best. You were doing oh no, amazing. I came into this intentionally aspiring <laughs> to take you off topic. Uh, no, I mean, this has been a blast, ladies. Thank you so much for letting me come and cause chaos. Again, I still love the fact that you call us ladies. <laughs> ladies! It makes me feel so fancy. Y'all all fancy. It makes me feel so fancy. Uh, but yeah, can't wait for the next time. <laughs> Shannon almost lost the last bit of her Prosecco it's fight. It's fine. I got it. You, she got it. She got it. And yeah, look forward to the next time. Thanks so much. You're Thanks for welcome. teaching me some more stuff about my home state. There You're you welcome. Go. And please remember, this podcast doesn't exist.
but Greg's Hinge profile does. So if you're in the area, let us know. Hit him up. Selfie. Sure. You want to tag us? Oh, wait. Let's see. Let's see. Can I get. Yeah. How we feel about that, ladies? I don't care. Great. I love that. Now that. <laughs> wow. You we, look so nice. We are never on the same page of what the fuck our faces are doing. Ever. Just assume that I'm always going to stick my tongue out on the first Unless try. your mother is <laughs> taking Unless the my mother is taking the photo. Yeah. And even then, it's a it's a toss-up. I yeah. also fully appreciate just, <laughs> just all the glassware. There's so much there's so <laughs> many glasses. Which one's mine? This one. Okay. The one that's chipped. Oh yeah. I don't know why it's chipped. <laughs> I will say some of the more concerning evenings for my you know, evening. <laughs> shenanigans uh-huh. is when i start drinking long islands yeah. at midnight after been drinking for the afternoon greg uh, Gregory. i'm 225 to, to 235 pounds yeah beer before liquor never, never been, been sicker. sicker oh i only drink liquor guys uh, <laughs> <laughs> i thought afternoon meant like a casual beer in the afternoon no 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 no, no, no. silly me <laughs> silly you no silly me. i i did a bachelor party in charleston of course we did a bachelor party in Charleston, and it was Cinco de Mayo and the College of Charleston's graduation. Wow, weekend. they planned that well. Yeah, yeah, we did. It was great, and it was the best man's birthday. Okay, so wow. we we Jeez, had a blast. Had a, there was a lot going on after the first night of out. We had had like a liter of Jack Daniels that they had bought because they knew I was going to be there, and they knew I wanted. Put I was going to want Jack. Put it in a Camelback. Yeah, you're like this is water. So oh I go God. in and or I climb down the stairs, and I was like the last one up, which is fine because I don't care. I'm on vacation. Yeah. I walk down and I see they're like, oh my gosh, he's alive, he's alive, and in my head I was like, um, I'm going to assert my dominance. Calm down, everyone. Oh God. Like, don't try to I'm make gonna fun of me. Assert my dominance. So I walk <laughs> in every party. <laughs> I walk I'm down. Strong. I walk down the stairs. I look at the Jack Daniels, and I announce to the crowd, "Oh, look! Drunk Greg brought sober Greg a present. Grab the bottle of Jack Daniels. There's probably like an inch, maybe an inch and a half left of liquid. So you know, yay tall. And I just proceed to chug the rest of it and call it breakfast. The groom looks at me and goes. What the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> That's why he brought you to the party. You're like, like, you're like That's we, don't, own we don't have time to unpack that. Yeah, we don't. We've got we've got we've got less than three days, so let's not <laughs> let's not touch that just now. <laughs> Let me touch that with some whiskey. <laughs> Thank you, bye. Point of information: I'm a math and science dude that got himself trapped in DC politics. So we're in all sorts and, of confusion. And ladies, ladies, he is a French miner. <laughs> Things we learned about this cryptid today. Yeah, so, so he's very special. Bonjour. So there we go. <laughs> Wait, do you speak French in a, with a with a with a country accent? accent? Yes, oh my I God, do. Please say something in French. Do it. Do it. Do it. Mm. Say. Oh wait. Give the people I, what they I want. Can I give you something to say? Will you be able to I'll, translate? I'll try. Maybe. Okay. So can you say, "My name is Greg and I love whiskey." Je m'appelle Greg et j'adore le whisky. <laughs> it's not as bad as that. 
does she think yeah. in terms of the accent? Well, so one of the things that I learned in my French minor classes, because I actually did, because I knew I knew the enunciation was a problem for me, because <laughs> I have an accent. Um, and all of my professors, like in a loving way, because I'm 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 glutton for punishment and being the butt of all jokes, because I have a giant ass. But uh <laughs> The teachers would always be like, we really appreciate you speaking up in class. That's awesome. Also, your accent is horrendous. And we say that out of love. Yeah, there was one guy I had for two classes and he grew up like with Canadian French and he, he just like did not care. And he knew me at that point. Yeah. He was like, yeah, you need to go like the Basque region of France, like Southern redneck France, and then you'll fit in. And I was like, thanks. Southern redneck <laughs> France. I love the idea. Yeah. That there is somewhere in France where it just sounds like people from Tennessee <laughs> speaking French to each other. <laughs> Amazing. And instead of drinking wine, they're drinking whiskey. Like, that's yes. <laughs> that's what's yes. happening. Well, so the, the crux of it is I finally take this phonetics course. Loved the class because it was very scientific-based. Yeah, I was going to say, it's very mathy. That sounds very like mathy, very mathy. The teacher, phenomenal. She definitely partied in the 60s. Like, Everyone in the class. We instead had like of a... instead of gaydar, Greg has party dar. <laughs> party dar, where he can tell if someone is like a party person. You're down. You're down to yeah, party. Yeah. Got you. There it is. I clocked it. I clocked it from a mile away. And she actually said to me one time because I was struggling with some enunciations, and she goes, "You need to loosen up your mouth." And I was like, "Okay, please instruct." And she goes, <laughs> I don't like how this is going. <laughs> she goes, I think you need to just have a little bit of a buzz when you speak French because it's just going to loosen <laughs> up your jaw and you're going to be more expressive with your mouth. And I'm doing it right now because yeah, I'm yeah, looking yeah, at yeah, Emma. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so when it comes to my final presentation, I love public speaking. I do not care. Uh, my partner had severe speaking anxiety. Uh-huh. So... To solve our problems, it was on like a Friday and the Thursday night, my house, me and my two buddies in our apartment had hosted a party and we had a leftover half a pitcher of margaritas. So I invite... Disgraceful. (laughs) I know. Yeah. Well, I mean, we like that was fine. That's what we did. We pumped out pitchers of margarita. We had a margarita and everything from Jimmy Buffett. It was fantastic. Margarita. Yeah. I need one of those. Yeah. It's fine. It's awesome. Anyway, so we had a leftover pitcher and I was like, hey. Come over here. We're going to drink a little bit, practice. Or no, I just said, hey, let's practice a couple times before class. And she shows up and she's like already a little anxious and shaking. And uh, I was like, hey, we got this. And I just hand her a glass of margarita. And so we finish the pitcher. And she's like, I need a little bit more now. Like, now that we're in this, we need a little bit more. And one of the young women from the night before had left a bottle of red wine. So we cranked that shit down. Oh, gosh. We walk into our final very much feeling good. Now, I'm not I'm not condoning drinking before classes. This was a very particular circumstance and very particular situation. She told you. Yeah, she the teacher told us. me. Yes. Let's, yeah. Lest you we forget. You were taking the professor teacher, told you. This was criticism from the teacher. I was taking you advice. I was basically feedback. learning. This was me learning. <laughs> and so we walked in and we aced that. We aced it. She oh. just was, everybody was shocked. <laughs> That's amazing. Yes. We love. Very well done. So, yeah. I love I love that. Yes. And I that's probably why your accent is so good right now. Yeah. Obviously, yeah, cuz you're like what? One glass into whiskey? Where oh, you missed. I've already had like three. Oh, great. All right. Well, you down I'm like they're water. So Well, I mean, whiskey is the water of life in Gaelic. 
Yeah, there you go. Yeah, we're good. That's I, that might be why I like whiskey so much. I do yep. really like whiskey. It's the roots. It's, it's tasty. the Irish roots. See, that logic doesn't hold though, because Guinness is disgusting. Guinness to me. is disgusting. Sad I can't bread do it. water. Yeah. I'm sorry to my ancestors. I'm Drake sorry. loves it, and he's not even Irish. I looked at it the very first time I saw it, and I was like, "That looks like an Oreo shake." And they were like, "Do not drink this. You will not like it. If you think <laughs> you it looks like an Oreo, you are not gonna like it." Now, that's I will why you stick to liquor. <laughs> The, uh, I don't, I, I, guys, I'm still learning some of the rules, so I'll just say this and they can edit this out if I'm not supposed to, but there's a lovely little cocktail called an Irish car bomb. That stuff is quite delicious. It is very good, but it is something that you're not allowed to ask for in the UK. In Ireland, yeah. Uh, That makes sense. Yeah, or in Ireland. That makes sense. Yeah. Because they will be like, I'm sorry, ask me that again, but tell me what the ingredients are. Yeah. Because they're like, we do not want you to say that word We don't welcome that energy here. Yeah. yeah, and they'll be like, yeah, we know what you're doing, but you, you can have it as so long as you don't say the word. But I'm not supposed to ask for fireball. No. no. You'll get judged. You will absolutely get judged. <laughs> you will get judged. Because if you're there for whiskey, whiskey, it's Ireland. If you're there for yeah. whiskey and you ask for freaking fireball, they're going to be like, what is, no, get out of my bar. It's banned in, in the UK. Because it's anti-freeze. Yeah. Well, and with, with any kind of moonshine, they don't allow over there, do they? I don't know. No. Oh, well, I wasn't it, ordering a, that. Well, it's at a certain proof. Like, they don't allow no. at, a, at a bar for them to well, pour and even, a Well, even their, some of their beers are lower yeah. alcohol well, because, because they they're have like, to have the... They're like pub beers. You're supposed to just, like, sit and, like, have a couple yeah. and Be just fun. for vibes, not they're trying, for getting they're wasted. They're trying to keep people from having, like, riots and fights. I love yeah. that. I love that goal. I will yeah. say Ireland and Scotland... I love that goal. Ireland and Scotland are on my list. I've not been there, but they're on my list. You will kill it. I'm like, wait, imagine. Imagine. That'd be so fun. I did a weekend in London when I studied abroad in France. And we did a week in Belgium and like where everybody else went to Amsterdam, I went to London because I have a good family friend over there and he was a pub master at the time. Had a blast and a half. There was a friend that like one of the coworkers, one of the like servers at the bar, the pub that he worked at, that he was manager. Uh, turned 18 and their legal limit is at 18 mm-hmm. and uh, we you know stopped by the party that night to like wish him well and all the things and everybody found out that I was American and not only American but Southern so I spent my evening quoting Forrest Gump for free <laughs> drinks amazing I love I love the fact that like Southern Americans, like <clears throat> Americans from the American, like North, like America South. I keep saying that it's because I'm trying to avoid saying South America. Americans from the American South are like novelty, yeah, amazing. They're like sparkly little pieces of gold that they're like <gasps> you. You want free drinks? Have I told you? I've probably told you about this. There's I, a bar in Galway, Ireland. Yes. Before you move on. Most of this is going to be put towards the very end of the episode so that we can make sure that we're <laughs> I was not say, like, cutting There were away. werewolves at some point. It's but fine. If- we'll get there. We'll get there. So there is a bar in Galway, Ireland, which is, I would move there so quick because it's the perfect marriage of like quaint, historic, beautiful. Irish town, college town. Beautiful marriage. There was a bar called the American Bar. <sighs> you would kill. Like, you okay. walk in. Slay. For, they have Slay. a a stock market of drinks, so the prices are rising and falling. Like they, live in the yes. night. <gasps> so if, is it is it like the prices go up if I buy more Jack? It's I, gonna it's gonna I go up because so. it's a it's a higher yes. commodity. Yeah, 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 yeah. they've this would got be your heaven. You walk in. I need you to hold that. Thank you. 
You walk I would in manipulate everybody to like behind. not like Jack. Let it, I, and I'd buy the crash. <laughs> yeah, I would buy the crash. That's the Work stock market the game that I would get. <laughs> There's like the the couch area behind it, backlit giant, the movie poster of Coyote Ugly. Oh my god. They're playing goodness. like music videos from the nineties MTV. It was hilarious to be there as an American, but also. As the mom friend, very concerning because I had to. I had known these girls for like two and a half days, and I had to be like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! Hey, friend! Hey, hi! We should go back to the hostel right now. You are, should not." Are go these with the that. women that you were telling me about earlier? I, at least some of them, yes. The the I sorority girls of of good old Texas and Oklahoma who tried to ask for Fireball in Ireland, yeah. and that was a trip that I was supposed to go on. With yeah, you. your parents they flaked. Were lame. Oh. Yeah. Cam well, and the Bone Shaman. Yeah. We still have never traveled abroad together. We haven't, but we did take our very first plane trip together to we go see did. your mom. We did. We did. And March. you did very well. I, on the I way got there. better on planes. On the way back, it was, it was a little, a little bumpy. But the air was rough. Yeah, it was bumpy. But you did well. But on, do you on, not do well on planes? Oh, fuck no. Oh. No. Interesting. Uh, baby. Like, so and I'm I'm telling this story with at least one glass of uh, whiskey and Coke in me. We're all vibing um, right now. But Drake's sister, grandmother, and sister-in-law all decided to jump out of a plane and go, like, skydiving. You didn't know this? Oh, my God. <laughs> you didn't know this? Yeah. Evie and Nina? Nina and, well, because, so Nina had wanted to go, Drake's grandmother is named, they, they call her Nina because his brother couldn't say Nana, which is adorable. So they call her Nina. She. I thought that was her name. No. Her name's Barbara. <laughs> <laughs> my grandmother's name was Dida. Her actual name was Lorraine. (laughs) (laughs) They decided, so it was after Drake's grandfather passed away. I know. And we're 56 minutes into this recording. (laughs) Guys, y'all are welcome. Yeah. This is going to be I'm going to I'm going to take a lot of credit of this, not all of the credit, but a lot of the yeah. credit for this. Half the credit goes to Greg, a third of the credit goes to the Rosé. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm going to also say again, I think I'm the reason that we got rid of the cussing rule. I've already lost count of how many I've done. Yeah, sorry man. And uh I've done I've done quite a few. I I I, I let myself go loose. I like it. I like it. Fly from the seat of the pants. Let's go. We um <laughs> sorry. Carry on. Carry on. Nina wanted to jump out Nina of a plane. Nina wanted to jump out of a plane, but her husband, while he was alive, was really afraid of letting her do that. Oh, so he was it. like, no, I really, I would, you know, it really scares me. Please don't do it. So when he did finally pass away, she God decided. Rest his soul. God rest his soul. He was a great man. Yep. But um, she decided, you know what? It's something I've always wanted to do. I'm going to go do it. How Does old anyone else want to do it? She was 80. 80 at the time? Yeah, 80. Thank God Mimi doesn't listen to this podcast. I know, Mimi would... Yeah, Mimi absolutely. wanted to jump out of a plane, and we were like, ma'am, you break a bone. Just like... I mean, she just existing. existing. Yeah. <laughs> she just she, she just, just had surgery because she broke her foot. And she was planning not to tell us. Does she not drink milk? No. I feel like we need a lot probably of calcium. Probably not, but... Yeah, probably not. She's stubborn. It's fine. We Fletcher women are stubborn. You don't say. Mm. That's why we became friends. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so they jumped out of a plane, and it was amazing, but while- I can't believe Evie jumped out of a well, plane. Well, Evie, went, it was right before the wedding, and so she, like- <laughs> We would have had one less bride. Right, right? <laughs> um, so she texted me, and she was like, so this just happens. It, this was a lot of fun. And then when she came to, like, stay for a little bit, she was telling me about it, and I, the whole time, was like, you need to stop. You need to stop. Please stop telling me. Please stop telling me, because I was starting to have a panic attack at the thought 
of jumping out, like oh, getting God. in a plane and then jumping out of a plane. And then jumping out of a perfectly good plane. A perfectly, a perfectly good, good plane. plane. So if we're going to talk about things that we've learned on social media this week. <laughs> and then we will get back to the actual fucking <laughs> this episode. Is point of information, we also did recognize that we were going to primarily do tangents for this episode. Didn't have to do any research. Yeah, yeah. poor Shannon. <laughs> they could have just shut up. <laughs> just shut up and tell this life story, and it would have been a great hour and a half long it episode. Been a, a George Boynton style episode. That'll <laughs> be next time. Are. That's who he is. I don't know. Who that he doesn't is. understand the reference. You need to listen to the He's episode. He's a bad friend. Not actually. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> but you're a great friend. <laughs> 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 This is what happens when I have whiskey in me. All right. What were we talking about? So I was going to update you on something that I learned in social media. Oh, yes. So if you're not familiar, there is a a nighttime host in the Great Britain. In the Great Britain. In the Great Britain. The BBC. Graham Norton? Graham Norton. Love them, Our fave. So love him as well. Follow him on Instagram. And he, I love his little clips that he puts out there. And it was an old clip. And it was Elizabeth Olsen was the guest and Jeremy Renner was the guest. Oh, I love that. I think I know what you're talking about. And he asked, you know, on the line of what you just brought up about asking the audience, like, what do they Mm do? Mm -hmm. Graham Norton asked, like, what's your, like, irrational fear or, like, a fear that you have just in your, like, daily life that might be unexpected. And And it was also the the, the guy that that plays the Hulk. Yes, Mark, Mark Ruffalo, Ruffalo is in there as well. The guy who plays I'm the sorry. Hulk. The well, there have been, there's been, been multiple guys that have played the Hulk. That's let's fair. let's call a spade a spade, babe. But it, the only thing that I had in my brain was the 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 picture I had printed out and then put put sideways against your wall when we were in college, so that you would wake up to Mark Ruffalo half naked next to your bed. Yeah. Ooh, so, that is a, good, that's was, a choice. It, it was a like a, a printer page size of Mark Ruffalo, like half his and body. He, like he was on a pillow. He was on a pillow, too. and so it was oh, like it was like right yeah. next to her head. And that's I was so like, sweet. I, you were dead asleep, and I just put yeah. it up, and you woke up on the other side, and you didn't notice it until you got up and like walked around. Anyway. <laughs> Sorry. No, 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 you're good. So he asked this woman that's in the audience, and she's like, and I don't know if I can even say this, but I I hope you know what I'm talking about, and you're going to be okay. She goes, well, I'm really afraid of sperm. Yeah. And and they're like, what do you mean? She's like, well, like, sperm is in a lot of places that you wouldn't expect it to be. Like, it's probably on the couch right there. And Elizabeth Olsen, Jeremy Renner, and Mark Ruffalo, like, jump jump off. Launch out of their chair. Launch out of their chair. Graham Norton is standing up as well, and he's just like, what what do you mean what like what irrational fear? and she's like no i'm a gen- epidemiologist yeah, or epidemiologist or something some biologist yeah. in some regard and she's like no i study it and uh it's it's just you know it's there it's everywhere and it's everywhere <laughs> it's everywhere it's and, everywhere <laughs> and poor but here's where it gets really bad the gentleman sitting behind her why in god's green earth this man volunteered for this i do not know they bring out a black light to prove that sperm is lots of places that you wouldn't expect it. And they black light this man <laughs> in his outfit and it like goes down his outfit and the, 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 uh, the scene cuts right as they hit his waist and you see just the glimpse of like, like it's just the neon. White. Yeah, the neon of black light. <laughs> what I love that about that though is that black light will pick up any yes. bodily fluid and also bleach. So it's like yes. if at any point he like because he has to pee at some point. This Correct. Poor man. Like that must happen. I mean, doesn't it even catch like if I drop a soda? 
too? Or yeah, is that... anything that has a certain, like, con- pH, I, or pH yeah. content or something like that. There, there's yeah. so many reasons what it could be. Yeah, but, but, like, in the moment, I can't look, imagine. Okay, be- but theater kids know you do not nap on the couch in the theater without putting down a protective layer. That couch in the green room is covered. You don't want to know. Not not necessarily. To quote Star Lord, it's a Jackson Pollock if you had a black light. It was a women's. It is a women's college. So maybe not. Anyway, all right. So the circus. Yes. So we got a circus. We're in Dixon again. We're in the 1860s. Yeah. We're in Dixon County, Tennessee. We're gonna cut a lot of that. That's gonna be at the very end. So don't worry about recapping. Got it. Okay. I'll I'll do. It's great. I'm gonna be working some. Fire magic. Over time. <laughs> cannot Fire wait. Magic. Okay. As opposed to water magic. Water. Air. Earth. Fire. <laughs> I love us. Me too. <laughs> All right. Okay, right, Shannon, you got the you got the floor. Got Fight it. for your words. You got this. Legend has it that a train owned and operated by the Corn Hog Circus was traveling through Burns, Tennessee, traveling either to or from performances in Nashville, depending which source you ask. Okay. They don't they get, agree. They're, they're, they're a bit fuzzy on but the details. But they're going through Burns, Tennessee. Okay. Some virgin... <laughs> no, what? Virgin? Virgin? <laughs> some virgins say... Right, you, you okay, I'm going to pour, pour me some more whiskey. Pour, whiskey. whiskey. Here, pour me some, too. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Not that much. Oh, my God. That's oh. peanut butter whiskey, my boy. Wait, can I taste my boy. it? Yeah. You're my boy? My boy? Boy, boy. The boys, the boys. That's good. That's good. Here, take a sip from mine. You turned into a Muppet. No, right. so, no I'm not going to. Because I have more. Oh, that's oh. fair. <laughs> oh, that's dangerous. Yeah. Okay. Ooh. The last time it's I had good. this, I was at a pool party. That Can is you... a Reese's peanut butter cup. See, Woo! but imagine that in a chocolate milkshake. I can't right now. Or with Bailey's. Oh, I, wow. Mm-hmm. If we ever I know my birthday's a long time away, but like. Don't worry, I already have plans. You have so many plans. I'm, I have a Google Doc for her 30th birthday. Oh, yes. Okay, but Bessie. Don't worry, you're invited. Bessie. Yeah? You're not ready for your 30th birthday. I'm, okay. I have plans are already in motion. There, there are two options in my brain. One is that it's a death of the 20s party. Love that. Which would be hilarious for me because I do fuck all. So it wouldn't really be anything. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I want you to understand that Emma fought for that fuck. Like, she fought for that one real hard. What all did she do in her 20s? She graduated college. She got a master's degree. She locked down a man. She got a dog and a house. Wow. Her 20s are wild. <laughs> Emma Kylie. She also met me. Yeah, that's the wildest thing she did. Yeah, that '90s bar crawl is still like one of the top wildest things I've ever done in my twenties. I have some quality Snapchat videos of me and Emma leaving a bathroom (laughs) on that bar crawl, or sitting on this on the escalator down Dupont. I never know what I don't know what happened. She lost her vest. That vest I had. She was wearing a vest. In she the, lost it on I, the metro. And then by the photos. Point of information, I don't remember said vest, but I That's believe okay. you. That's okay. You were you too busy flirting with beautiful black women on the metro. She probably took it off, True. handed it to you, and you handed it to the beautiful black woman you were flirting with. She has it somewhere. She has it somewhere, and she's like, As a memento. I still remember him. His that booty beautiful was. southern man. Because that, that that's definitely we, what she sounds like. That night we thought you were going to die. Drake was going to have to defend your honor against a married man's husband. A married man? <laughs> a married woman's <laughs> husband. Okay, look. In my defense, in my defense, the husbands of the two women. There were two? Were, yeah, there were two women. 
Sitting at the bar in DuPont? Yes. There were two. I went to go I get us. I was not tracking. I was drunk. We were there. So drinking. I was there to get us around. God, this is so good. I know, isn't it? Sorry. Quite tasty. So I went to the bar Do to get around. And when I was there, I was waiting for the bartender. And as one does, or at least as I do, I started talking to the people around me. And it mm-hmm. happened to be these two foxy ladies, you know. I love, okay, let's back up just a minute. Um, Greg has used the word foxy to describe so many women in the past, like, three hours that he's been here. And it is my favorite because I have never heard – you are – you got the mustache and the muscles nice from mustache. the 70s. <laughs> the fact that you're Big using – Burt the- Reynolds energy. <laughs> yes. The only thing you're missing I, is the gut, you know what? which is good. I, I got to take that and I got to say thank you, ladies. I appreciate that. I work hard for this body. I know. And, we and my drink. We see you on ability. Instagram. Don't worry. <laughs> we see you on Instagram be like, we follow your Look, stories. Look, here I am. Compliments. We know. Well, so I, I, I will take a moment real quickly and I'll say I think Foxy's a very empowering description. For, oh, I'm not mad at Okay, it. okay. I just, I just want to make sure. Okay. I just want to make sure that we were on board with that's an okay phrase. Oh, yeah. Okay, good, no, good, good. That's good, a good. perfect phrase. Because I, I, I will say I... I'm kind of test trialing it tonight, seeing how we go with it, how we feel about <laughs> this it. This is a soft launch of Foxy. Soft launch. <laughs> soft it's the soft launch of Foxy. Got it. Soft launch for the hard launch. I think it's, yeah. a, it's a compliment. It's like a vintage compliment. <laughs> I got and I got one of them. I got that far too quickly. <laughs> Did you hear him? No. It's a soft launch for the hard launch. <laughs> Sir. <laughs> all right the beast is rumored. i just need y'all to wing woman me like I that's what i'm it. hearing if i haven't gotten her one i don't think i can get you one no i yeah. i'm not a good wing woman you're not but i love you i'm really awkward because i'll see, be like see, hi see this you're is cute. also do you like especially, especially if you're also drinking yeah it's a real bad see situation. i feel like i feel like this is this is going to sound really strange coming out of my mouth, but I feel like this is going to be a triangle effect where, like, Emma's going to be good to help me and I'm going to be really good to help Oh, I can Shannon. find you some divorces. I know a few. Oh. oh. Tempt me with a good time. But see, I feel like we, that's what we really need to do. If we've learned anything from this podcast, we need to go on another pub crawl. I, it's true. Those memories popped up in Facebook fairly this, recently. This is, like, this is what needs to happen. Time we yeah. We'll just have to talk to Drake. I, I have a feeling he will be just fine. Okay. Because he's he's not adverse to going for he's a pub security crawl. patrol. It, exactly. Like, when we went to the women's march, he was like, I need to be on patrol. Like, my mom was with us, and she does the same thing I do, where it's like, if there's a crowd, she's going to find these the quickest mu- way through it, mothers. because we're so little. short. Turn mode. Child, like, child Greg was notorious for getting through a crowd. So was Child Drake. Very good at yeah. running away. But the minute, the minute that he has responsibility for somebody or so, like a group of people, he was like, sister, best friend, mother, wife, I, well, uh, almost wife, fiance. But like, I need to control, like, you can't uh, be in one spot. So he was like trying to navigate. <laughs> but like, if he, as long as he doesn't have a responsibility, He's down for a He's great vibing. time. He's having a good so time. So we can, we can definitely do that and figure it out. Yeah. Besides, I like, this is the most that I've had to drink in like a week. So. Ooh. <laughs> Interesting. In a week. I know. I was just thinking about it though. We went to the Neverland party that we'll tell you about over dinner. because See, awesome. my, pro- this is the most I felt in a while because I didn't really eat lunch. Oh, it's true. When we were at the cabin. Two nights in a row, I drank an entire bottle of wine and felt nothing. Yes, queen. Yeah. Yes, queen. But I was like, well, this was yummy. I drank 
red wine the entire oh, bottle. I'm no one else impressed. drank red wine, so I used a little bit in my pasta sauce, and I was like, well, I guess I got to kill the it. The bottle's open. Bottle's it open. You That's called it. alcohol abuse if you didn't finish it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. No, you got I'm, it. I'm being sustainable with yeah. my practices. Exactly. And you're actually helping the economy. I am. Because it's a local think, winery. think about how many levels are used. There's the bottle production. Mm-hmm. There's the grape, there's the farmers, there's the the farm hands. Mm-hmm. Hopefully they don't get eaten by a werewolf. The bartenders. The bartenders that the then bottle. sold you. Mm-hmm. The distributors, the people that ship it around. Like, yeah. so many opportunities. You are helping. People that work at the gas We're station. Fighting We're fighting inflation. We are fighting inflation by drinking. Was this part of your, like, campaign thing that you just finished? Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I was Amazing. like, that felt, like, very... Well He's done. Right. We'll let him plug his stuff. Yeah, I don't at the think end. you like, we'll let him the amount, do the thing. The amount, what am I plugging? I don't know. Yourself, any, your any hinge projects profile, or anything you have going on. Oh, okay, I, I didn't know if this was the soft launch to hard launch plug. <laughs> I mean, whatever you want to, whatever, whatever you want to do. <laughs> this is a judgment free zone. I know. We are in the. We have necklace. What is it? The immunity necklaces. Immunity on? necklace. We're in the cone of immunity necklaces. <laughs> Can you I, say I, that one more time? We're in the cone of immunity necklace. We're in the cone of immunity Oh my god, I cannot. Okay. What? Guys, I just gotta, I just have to say, I have I'm not consumed three. this much oh, with you all in forever, and I'm loving it, because I'm sitting here thriving. Get ready and to I'm, meet my mother. And I'm like, vibing? I'm vibing. Y'all are, y'all are vibing, but I will note, I'm seeing slight flushes kicking in. Oh, oh. dude, I was halfway there when we, when we started. started. I, well, no, I know. And that's the thing. Like, I'm twice both of your size together. Okay, but this is why I've stuck with the rosé and not the whiskey, because yeah. I have to read things. I have yeah. to pee. <laughs> Do you need to get up? No. Are you sure? Right. Yep. We're going to okay. let you get back to this. Ahem. I don't need a wingman. I, I, well, I didn't know this was if this was like. I mean, I can definitely transitive. I can definitely to the point get like a drink for somebody else because I know how to flirt my ass off if I need to. But I can also be super fucking weird if I need to. That's my it. favorite. It's a great defense. Mechanism. One of my favorite phrases is if a guy comes up and is like, "Hey, you're really pretty," or anything like that. I'm like, "You're really pretty too. I'd really like to wear your skin." Oh my gosh. You would do that. <laughs> Have you ever done that in real life? No, but that was Drake's oh idea. God. He was like, the next time that happens to you, please say it and let me know what happens. Now you have to, right? Now, now. I, now yeah. I have to. Next pub crawl. Next pub crawl. Next pub we'll crawl. We'll give each we'll other. Just, we'll just leave Emma at the bar and then like the three of us will be like waiting for someone to approach and be like, is she going to do the, oh the skin God. thing? Is she just going to oh do it? God. And then we're going to see a guy like viscerally like, shiver. He's going to be like, uh, security? <laughs> this needs to, security, this needs to go away. Security, we got a problem S- customer. Security. This needs to go away. Uh, I cannot wait to use that. Okay. Great. This episode was researched, co-produced, and marketed by Shannon McCarthy. Co-produced and edited by Emma Kylie. Our theme song was composed and performed by Tom Emsley-Smith. The mailbag theme music was composed by Liam Kylie.